Hey everyone, Joey popping in here really quick just to say that this episode starts out a little wonky just because for some reason it, it didn't record the first couple of minutes. You didn't really miss much. They're just going through Zero's hideout and picking stuff up. So that's pretty much where we pick up. Anyway, enjoy the episode. We're grabbing crossbow with bolts. We're grabbing a longbow and the arrows. Everything else we don't care about. Fair enough. All right, where are you going next? Did I see doors down there? At yes, the bottom of the other room that we were in not too long ago. To right, the door! You, you take right, one, well. I take the other. All right, let's go. Knock, knock. Who wants to go first? Me. So, Yarkris first. You open the door, Yarkris, and you see a very long hallway that seems to turn at the end. I have a distinct feeling that I don't want to be in this hallway. What do you do? I stay right where I'm at. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yarkris is just in, in a hall. All right. Saleya, you walk into this room and you see it is like a small square room with a desk and a little tiny, like, short, like a doorway over here in the bottom corner. I guess I'll search the desk real quick. Bloop. Well, I found crap again. That's a seven. A seven. <laughs> so moving yeah, on. You, uh, yeah, you don't really find much. It, it seems to be pretty barren, but yeah, you don't. You're like, ah, desk, this is boring. Door. I open door. You open the door, and in it you see a long hall. Not a super long hall, but and one side lined with cells. You can see in two of the cells, there is uh, the second cell. You see a... What appears to be like a nobleman in fine clothes, but the fine clothes are, they look rather dirty. Like he's probably been in here for a while. You don't, you can't really tell how long, but it's probably, it's probably been a couple of weeks. And he's like half poking his head out of the bars as best he can because he heard commotion and he sees you and he goes, uh, you, you're not, you're not one of them. Uh, what, what is going on? We heard a commotion. Yeah, we're new. Um, Hey, tall brass and scaly. Get over here. Oh, you actually found something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th I think I found the prison. Hello! Yes, we took care of the bad people that were apparently imprisoning you. Mm. Who are you? They um, see a six-foot-tall, 200-pound... Dragonborn <laughs> man come into the room. Uh, <clears throat> My name is Lord Landis Gray. I was taken prisoner by these ruffians a couple of weeks ago. They were hoping to, I'm assume, gather ransom from my father. Okay. Or you played with the wrong crowd and they took you for your debts. No, no, no. That's that's not me. Mm. That would be... Uh... Walks down. Uh, and you? Um, my name is Amelia. I, I don't really know why I'm here. I guess... I just saw something I wasn't supposed to. I'm not really of anybody of any great import. If you hey. could let us out, I would be truly grateful. I just, I want to go home. Give us just a few moments. And you. She's sitting in the back of her cell. Like, she kind of, you kind of get the impression that she's kind of, like, deigned herself. Like, this is my fate. This is where I'm stuck. I am Lady Cordelia Gale. None of these names strike a, um particular interest for me however i am going to do one thing for all of you i'll be right back yeah yeah i'm gonna like message you hey yeah go get trayvok tell him we need an id check no i i'm going to the desk okay because i know usually the 
any keeper would keep a key nearby. What, what you right. doing there, big guy? Give me an investigation check. That's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, Saleh is like, there's nothing in the desk. Don't. There's nothing there. That is a 17. A 17. Oh, look. Desks have drawers that open. <laughs> I forgot about drawers. Drawers exist? Yarkris, <laughs> <laughs> you know a, ma- a greater magic even than I. <laughs> drawers. Drawers that open. That's kind of pocket dimension. <laughs> Can you teach me this? What kind of pocket dimension witchcraft is this? Yeah, stop skimming. Start actually looking, you shithead. (laughs) So, Yarkris opens this... Do you mind if I electrocuted uh... you? (laughs) (laughs) Yarkris opens this top drawer, and in it there is a key ring with several keys on it. Alright, neat. But before we just let these people out, Maybe we should verify who and what they are. I can get that covered. Don't worry. Is there anything on top of the desk? Considering I rolled a nice 17. There seems to be a uh, leather-bound book. Okay. That seems to be just... It's just keeping track of their prisoners. Some are, some are crossed out. It appears that these three are the only three that haven't been crossed out. So no ledger wired there. Um, I will skim through it. Yeah, so... The ledger is for Landis. He's in because they they kidnapped him because his father has a lot of money and they were hoping to get a ransom for him. Okay. Amelia was just wrong place, wrong time. Okay. She saw something she wasn't supposed to see and they they took her. They were planning to get rid of her entirely. They were either going to get rid of her or they were going to see if they, she was usable for something. Okay. Uh, She's, she's only been in here for a couple of days. So they were possibly going to sell her as a slave. Got it. Keep going. Mm-hmm. That's one. a possibility. Uh, Lady Cordelia, uh, she is she owes a great amount of debt to the Zentarum. Ah, she's a gambler. That's gambler, the gambling, gambling debt gambling. one. Got it. Okay. None of them here are ne- for nefarious means. One, mm-hmm. but two of them, two of them are nobles. Uh, one's got a gambling debt. The young lady in the middle. She is basically innocent of all charges and can be set free. And the and the dude, well, he he was a ransom e, so we can let him go. I will start with the young lady. Yep, I'm already right here. I have the keys, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, it's your lucky day, young lady. Um, yeah, we're not Zentarum. However, may I suggest being a little more cautious about where you stick your nose in? Of course, yes. I <laughs> last time I take a shortcut. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. I right, go ahead and unlock her cage. Now, here's a platinum piece. She looks at this. She's she's never probably held any amount of money this high, much less a gold piece probably in her life a silver is probably the highest she's ever held and she i can't possibly why why i can't possibly accept this well how long you you've only been here a couple days and your safety is definitely more important than one piece of platinum so i I highly suggest i am making good use of that i'm i'm sure it will come in very handy i'm sure my husband and son are very worried about me there you go have a good day, young lady. She'll she'll like step out of the the prison, and then like stop and then look around, look back at you. You are gonna let the other two go, right? And then she like leans in. Cordelia's not exactly the most 
polite of people, but she's still a person. And and also, is it is it safe to go on my own? Oh yeah, there's there's nobody that's gonna cause trouble right now. Oh. Or you could take a left out of here, go straight ahead. Once you've left, take a left. There's a room there's full a of my companions. Say the dragon sent you. If you say it's safe, I'll just I can go. Okay, eh, I was just saying if you felt more comfortable. Thank you. Though, what may I know your names? I'm Saleya. Hi. And I am Yargriff. You have my eternal thanks. And she will turn and hurry down the hall. Like, she'll kind of, like, pause at Landis' cell and kind of, like, reach out and, like, squeeze his hand. They seem to have become somewhat friends in the days that she's been here. And then she'll just keep going. I just kind of just kind of jab Yarkris in the arm. What's the market value for eternal thanks these days? More than you realize. Less monetary <laughs> than you think. <laughs> She just kind of giggles. <laughs> you did a good deed for once, Leia. Just bask in it for a moment. I do plenty, thank you very much. <laughs> now, Miss Cordelia. Yes? I don't think you'll have to worry about that debt of yours. Oh? Kind of hard to pay a debt to an organization that doesn't exist. <laughs> the Zentarum doesn't exist anymore. Um, at least not this chapter. And the oh. whole... The whole entity is kind of on its back legs. Hmm. You seem to know something that I don't. Probably a great many things. I mean, we could have Rook currently tied up in a meeting room and the main boss guy in stone, so I think, yeah, <laughs> I might know something you don't. <laughs> oh, good. I hope he stays stone. Uh, I also hope you've learned a valuable lesson that gambling doesn't get you nothing but trouble. Oh, at least gambling in the wrong areas. No, the house always wins. Just try to stay clean. I'll keep it in mind. And I unlock her cell. She steps out. Now, good day, my lady. You have plenty of money, therefore I don't feel the need to offer you a platinum piece. I mean, technically no. she's in debt, but that's even more funny. <laughs> <laughs> Only debt to the Centaurum, and they don't exist. Yep, they don't exist anymore. Um... <laughs> She'll look at both of you. You have my thanks. And then we'll walk out of the room. Haughtily out the room, too. I oh, yeah. It. Oh, oh, yeah. 100%. It's that, it's that like, noblewoman walk where she has her hands folded in front of her. Like, she clearly thinks herself higher than everybody else in the room. <laughs> Even though she's been in a cell and is not the best smelling or looking right now. So it also just suggests stopping off at a bath. He's gone. <laughs> now you, Sir Lance. Or whatever your name Landis. Was. Landis. So the yeah. letter that they had on their desk said you're definitely a ransomee. I apologize on behalf of your on behalf that you were stuck here. I would hate that myself. Severely would hate yeah. that myself. Let's get you out of here, young man. And I open the door. You also have my thanks. Good deeds all around. And considering they were trying to ransom you, I don't feel the need to offer you a piece either. No, I don't I don't need your money. And like I said, I don't feel the need to owe you, to give you anything. The young lady was wrong place, wrong time. Wasn't innocent. Thank you for helping, Amelia. She she's a very sweet soul. She I, I sent something. I would like to roll. Okay. I'm gonna roll a perception. Okay. I currently can't see my D and D beyond. Uh, I have your stats. Yeah, I can't see because yeah, it, it's acting funky. Yeah, they're having some data recall issues. 
you know, what's your perception? So add a 17. So that's a 27. Yeah. Um, is he in love with her now? Oh, uh, <laughs> no, no, he's, he, he, no, you get the fact that they kind of just like buddy, bonded you know. over the fact that, yeah, they're, they were, you know, if anything, you rolled a 27. That's really fucking high. If anything, <laughs> you, you can guess that he listened, you know, they shared life stories. They were in here together for the couple of days that she was here. What else are you doing except for talking? He he just he sympathizes with her because like he's a noble, he's well off, and he seems like a Victor and a Charlie kind of noble where he's more down to earth. Maybe he's more new money than old money. And he just like he sympathizes with her and he really like you can tell that he appreciates that you gave her money. With a twenty seven that's super high, you can also kind of gather that maybe he'll try to find her and help her out because she didn't look like she was in the greatest of situations like upper lower class at best take it from me yarkris there's a big difference between love and a prison lay what? <laughs> oh god salaya would fucking know i guarantee you salaya's <laughs> probably been in prison at least oh she, she's had she's spent a few tot nights in the drunk tank especially oh i'm sure oh boy oh man <laughs> I can't wait for Liam Moby to just hear all the fun stories of <laughs> Salea. And her scandalous <laughs> ways. Yep. Salea the Leia. Hey, it's been a lonely, like, three or four years, okay? <laughs> Salea the Leia. Yeah, yeah, I like that one, Gig. Salea the Leia. Uh, I love it. Salea the Leia. Oh, man, that's great. Anyway... So, yeah, he thanks you. He shakes your hands. He offers to shake your hands. I go ahead and give him one of my meaty paws. Yep, that's a, that's a big old meaty paw. Big old I, I, meaty paw. Sir, your hand is tiny in mine. I'm going to collapse your forearm if that's all right. That is that is perfectly all right. <laughs> From what we've seen recently, everything's tiny compared to you. <laughs> Oh you God! Have not seen me naked. Shut up. Poor, poor Aoric. <laughs> I would like to part some knowledge to you. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. He's still there. The state she was in is a lot like the state you'll find a lot of people in your city in. Mind you, one person is better off now than they were, but there's still some work that needs to be done. Try not to be like Miss Claudia. Cordelia was her name. But, Cordelia. Um, yeah, Don't get too no. big for your britches. I try not to. Alright, it is safe for you to go. Give your dad your our regards. Thank you. Absolutely. And he leaves. Alright, that's our good deed for today. While you guys are working on that, Victor, have you come to a conclusion of what you want to do with Zerith's arms? Try his hand first. Don't cut it off. Can Rock bleed? No. <laughs> I want to try something because it doesn't okay. say that he's now an object. I'd like to try messaging Zerith. Ooh. Hey, um, anybody in there? Try to see if I can find something. Question really is whether isn't. a petrified creature is capable of using telepathy. Other than the actual name of the condition, the incapacitated can't move or speak and, oh, is unaware of its surroundings. Uh, a creature is incapacitated, can't move or speak, and is unaware of its surroundings. I would say probably not, because I think, like, his mind is stone, too. Yeah, I would say it probably wouldn't get to him. And you would know that you rolled an at 20 for petrification shit, so. I want to inspect the dagger. Okay. 
first to get an idea of what it can do. Okay. Uh, give me an Arcana check. It is a magical item. 18 plus 4, 22. A 22. Uh, okay, so yeah, you can definitely tell that it is magical. It, it appears to be uh, made out of silver with a rose-cut garnet. From the Arcana check, without like doing an Identify spell or sitting down and like, attuning to it, you can't know exactly what it does. But you can gather with a whatever ungodly roll you rolled. You can use a bonus action to speak a command word, and it, it will transform either from a bracelet to a dagger. I'm going to touch the flat of the blade, and Victor remembers Thorn. It doesn't do anything, because hmm. it requires attunement. Damn. And it is, it is attuned <laughs> to Zereth. <laughs> we should probably go back to the room. Yeah, let's go. Let's I would say that while you're, messing, while you're messing with the dagger and you do that, Rook is just kind of like, it's not going to work for you. It's, it's his dagger right now. So <laughs> Dick shrugs. What's going on? Hey, Arcris, you see this dagger? Yes. I want it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> By the way, Rogue, in case you're curious, we let the prisoners go. Oh, so very noble of you. I know, right? We're the good guys. Oh, considering you no longer have need of them. And I just stare straight into his eyes as I play with the knife in Zira's hands. I'm assuming there's... Nothing that I can say or offer is for you to let me go and you never see my face again. Don't I don't know that a deposed second or third in command of a defunct organization really has much that they can offer that Travis and Cassia. Yeah, I kind of thought that much. Well, I'm a dead man anyway. I'm sure I'd at least make it a decent up to that green mile. Can I ask, honestly, what was your problem with their... It's just not something that I saw for the Zentarum. Hmm. It's not my way of life. I'm going to investigate Zira's hand with okay. the dagger. Okay. Are you trying I to have... find a way to get it off without, like... Yes, without taking the hand. Okay, give me an investigation check. That is a 19, sweetheart. That is a, a 19. 19. Okay, Um, you could probably gather... That with a 19, if you were, if somebody else were to attune to this dagger as it is right now, they could probably, it goes back into a bracelet. You could probably get it to go back to its bracelet form and slip it off of his hand without, you know, breaking his hand off. Hmm. Does he really need the hand? I mean, I don't know if he need the hand. Like, there's plenty of people who don't have hands. I mean, they would be thankful to have one hand. Yeah, they'd be thankful to still have one hand if if he ever like could not be a statue. I mean, I've seen lots of statues with missing body parts. I'm just saying. Frankly, I'm team disarmed, but you know, unhanded is fine as well. I I don't know that we need to take his whole arm because then we still have to break the arm to get the bracelet off. If we That's just fair. take the hand off, then we get the bracelet. Especially both arms, as as mentioned earlier. That's fair. I mean, what if we, like, make him a cool little hook and just stick it on the statue? And he can have a hook. <laughs> oh, I guess, okay, with this, with the null, because cause Victor did roll a nat 20. Uh, with that nat 20, Victor, you would know that with healing petrified people, if you were to break off his, say, break off his hand. Mm -hmm. and then get the dagger from it and then you could find a way to reattach the arm and then when you unpetrify him it will just reattach 
Oh, well then what are we worried about? That sounds like a lot of work, but in any case, Yark, you want to break off the hand? <laughs> Strength yeah. check, baby. <laughs> uh, do we have any, like, chewy candy? Or, or, like, or like, tree sap? Like, oh, did you got some, like, tree sap in your sack in there? For the gluing. Octa says, uh, I don't have any, um, tree sap on me, cause that's not something that one usually carries on their person, uh, but I could probably go At find some. At least not intentionally. Some. I have signet wax. That's some not pots. gonna hold, and you know it. Um, Dan, I would like you to look through the bag and see if I have anything that's not thing that you draw to make other things exist, because if, if I had that, then I just... We just do that. Yeah, if I had to draw something in existence, I can do that. You could probably draw some glue. Or bubblegum. Or glue. I like the idea of yeah. the bubblegum, because then that just means that's in. <laughs> Who gets to chew the gum that becomes part of Zero? Who wants All the wrist gum? <laughs> I'm at a conundrum now, ladies and gentlemen. What is that? Do I make it a clean cut, or do I break it? Yes. I mean... Yes, because we want to be able to glue it back I... on. Have it, uh, um, um, Yarkris. Yarkris, I'm not very good at puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I Noted. I don't really have patience for puzzles. Um, and it, it, we gotta glue it back on. Cause, like, a two piece puzzle would be good. Yeah, if it's like a clean thing, like, that'd be fine. Um, and I probably will put the thumb up the right way. I've got some acid. I could just use that to eat through the stone and it'll be a clean cut all, right off. No, because there will be pieces missing. Mm -hmm. And? That would... He'd have a shorter arm. We want him in at least the same condition. Well, I mean, I don't really give a shit. I was about to say, can I, can I just ask why? <laughs> yeah, why? Because our, this, our other option was just breaking the arms off. <laughs> All right, give me, give me a, just give me a straight attack roll. Oh, you don't want to know the outcome of that. <laughs> give me an attack roll. Advantage. Twenty-eight. Yeah, that um, that definitely hits him. Yeah, I would say with a precise strike, you manage to roll damage for me. Okay. God, he's about to shatter it. Oh, God, that's an automatic extra D8. You realize that, right? Yeah, he shatters the arm. Oh, that's max damage. Oh, God. Oh, it's max damage. <laughs> <laughs> the arm disintegrates into dust. Oh, God. Uh, so 14 plus 3 for smite, because it's an automatic. Why would you use smite, my dude? It's automatic. Why is it automatic? Because it's improved divine smite. You don't have to use a divine smite, oh, my dude. Well, then it's 14 damage. That's still a lot of damage. Yeah, I told you, I got max damage. Um, <clears throat> I would say, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, it doesn't the statue have resistance to all damage? And it does have resistance. So I would say that you um, match the resonance of the stone and it just completely shatters the entire thing. Oh god, yeah, he's just he's just he's powder. He's a pile of powder on the floor. No. So yeah, I would say that it it comes the hand comes off. A pretty decently clean break. There's maybe a couple of like small pieces that flake <coughs> off, but it's like, ah, eh, that's just gonna be dead skin that is, just doesn't come back. So 
I, w- I would say, yeah, it comes off relatively clean. I'll give it to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, so um, what I was trying to say was that the reason why is because we aren't bad people. I'm not sure how many times I have to tell you guys this, but we are not bad people. And nope. also we should correct people who are not good people. We, we should not link to their level to become then bad people. That was meant to be out of character. All right. As so, long as we can repair the arm, I'm okay with this. So now you have a handless statue of Zerith Bariani and a hand with a dagger in its hand. Take the hand? Mm-hmm. I have an idea for moving this guy. Tell me, Victor, he's not conscious for that. Best Guys, of my knowledge, where, where, no, and I did try to go. I did try and reach out and touch his mind, and there was nothing there. What where are we wanting to go again? Because I can take us anywhere instantly. Will you be able to bring the stone? And he kind of pokes yeah. at it. Yeah. I would say if because I know you're thinking about teleport. I would say yes, because you can teleport items as well. Yeah, so I can I, I can say... I can teleport myself and up to eight people and items and there are eight of you including the statue and rook yeah Mm, yep Mm. okay i had a whole idea but okay (laughs) (laughs) so get trayvok out of the storeroom i'll go set that on fire and then teleport us out of here um i have a request shoot big guy so did now hang on dm did octa tell us anything about some of the things in there yeah she she told you that like there are there's a lot of drugs in there like almost every type of drug that she has seen in her life working with the Zentarum. some of them are not that bad not bad at all like they not some some of them in there won't even kill you regardless of how much you overdose how much you take and then there are some that if you even overdose in the slightest will straight up murk you did she say which one Yes, the deadliest of drugs are Sundrop, but only after long usage, Bane, Fate's Hair, and Stardust. Let's take some of those with us. You already have a bag of drugs. No, no, no. I don't want to smoke these ones. They might kill me. I want to give them to people to smoke that we don't like. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Roll a persuasion check to make somebody huff fucking Sundrop. Yeah. They don't necessarily know what it is. How many people know what all the hard, hardest drugs are just by looking at it? So, so one, one, I would like to point out that Okta has already expressed discomfort with these drugs and would like to destroy them. Yep. Two, see Charlie's previous speech about how we're the good guys. Yep. (laughs) We'd still be killing bad guys. That's good. I don't know, Soleil. Something about that doesn't seem right. All right. Fine. Forcing people to take drugs. Fucking Soleil is a dealer now. <laughs> I'm not just a dealer, I'm a pusher. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I take enough Sundrop to euthanize somebody. Okay. Okay, well, it's a lot because Sundrop is after long usage of it. Is well, which it one's after, after long short usage? usage? So the other ones that can kill you if you just straight up overdose even on the first try would be Bane, Fate's Hair, and Stardust. Is there one that's kind of like an equivalent of like, you know, morphine, like a nar- like yeah, something that would like ease somebody's pain and then let them quietly pass? I think it's kind of what he's looking for. Uh I would have to look at it. Probably Fate's hair. Dark, what you doing? And then I take enough Fate's hair to allow somebody to pass silently. Dark. Okay. <laughs> What you got there, bud? 
<laughs> to be fair, we are both on vengeance quests right now. Whatever he's doing, I don't think we really have room to question him. I am not actually on a vengeance quest. This is for the other sect of Zentarum that should have a different name by the time we get back. At least I'm hoping. I consider this a parting gift for their prisoner. A mercy, if you will. Because it would be certainly better than what I want to do to him. Well, I know what you want to do. I won't be the one administering it. Hey, Rook, you've probably seen a few people pass from this shit. Call that a mercy? Well, I mean, fate's hair. I mean, at least they'll be in euphoria when they go. And uh, Vic looks at Yark and kind of nods towards Rook sideways and says, Just wanted you to know uh, the person in the room agreeing with you. Anyway. Mm. All right, so what are we doing? Well, he's got what he wants, so I guess I'll set this place on fire and then teleport us out of here. Casting Dragon's Breath on everything in the room. Oh, okay. So you do it. You set it on fire. Fine! With the angel's hair in my pocket that I Face threw hair. onto the fire. Take away all my fun. <clears throat> all right. <sighs> well, he's gonna suffer then. So you're not taking any, any face hair with you? Nope. All right. Okie dokie. So you have successfully set the hideout on fire. We should we'll probably leave. Plays. We'll see how that plays out. All right. Okay. Well, so we're, we're going to fire place, right? <laughs> uh, Well, let's see. Does any city have a fire department? Hmm. No, probably not. All right. So, Vic, we're going to your place, right? I feel like we got to know that that house pretty well. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. We spent a few days in your house. I feel like I got to know it pretty well. I think I can get us there pretty easily. All right. Oh. Roll for it. <sighs> By the okay. way, I shut that door that's currently got a fire <laughs> blazing behind yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See. Okay. Well, that's not great, but that might be enough for a place I'm really familiar with. Okay. No, mm. if, I, if, I, if I'm quite familiar or even casually familiar with a place, I'm on target with a 54 or above. So even yeah. if I just know the place casually, I, I get us there fine. Yeah. You get there fine. What part of the house are you teleporting into? Vic's room. Okay. <laughs> I figure that's private. Yeah. Yeah, considering so, we've got prisoners. <laughs> yeah, so you all just Wait a minute. How do you know what my future husband's room looked like? We fit I I met him in his room once or twice, I think, while we were there. Or okay, the room that I was staying in. Fine. That's fair. That is very fair. Thank you for bringing that up, Abby. Yeah. <laughs> so I was going to say I'm not really sure if you would know Vic's room. I was about to say that Charlie's gonna get real suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> You're very familiar with her fiance's bedroom. I wasn't hey, sure how specific it needed to be, or I would have said something. I'm, I'm not like, with your fiance. He's my tacta bro. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. I have a I have a moderate familiarity with your fiance's bedroom. Like, eyeballing Salaya, like, the, the two eyes, like, fingers, like, pointing between the two of them, like, <laughs> what? what? And then she just grabs Victor's arm, like, protectively. <laughs> I love this. I love this jealous Charlie. I love it so much. Victor, did you pick up the hand? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, All right. yeah, we're so in. You appear, we're in. Yeah, you appear in the spare bedroom in the veterinary manor with all of you. Rook and uh, I'll never get used to that shit. Rock is also like, oh my guest room. No, 
I gagged a little. Yeah, Octa does too. It's it's been canon that Octa doesn't do well with the te- uh, teleportation. Can you press to digitate gastrointestinal disease, like or disorder, to like get them <laughs> get, to get them to settle down? Press to digitation Pepto. <laughs> They're okay. They're okay. I'll be fine. Just all right. What are we doing? A little more warning next time. Uh, so we're all in the room. Yeah, it's like you guys blank, and we're standing in in your house. Um, I message Pythias. Is anyone else in the house? I'm gonna point towards his study. Assuming he's probably in there. Let's see. It's still like early. It's like early afternoon at this point. Let me roll. Yeah. Okay. So yes, you point towards the study. I rolled study. So you're lucky. (laughs) (laughs) It's just message. So Mm -hmm. like the cantrip. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he responds. As far as I'm aware, everyone should be home. Julia might not be. No visitors? Not that I'm aware of. Come to the guest room. Which one? Uh, The one the princess stayed in. End of the hall on the right. After a few moments, you hear footsteps in the hall and a knock on the door. Uh, Victor opens the door, holding the stone hand with the dagger in his other hand. He stares at you. Looks at oh stone hand is like oh that's that's a weird little trinket that my son has. Then sees a stone statue missing a hand. <laughs> sees somebody tied up. Is like with the dragon on basically right next to him. Yeah, sees all these people in this room. How he just looks around. <laughs> he looks around, puts his fingers to his the bridge of his nose, and just rubs. Takes a deep breath. And what have you? What what have you and your friends done now? Uh, and he kind of tilts his head towards the statue, and he says, uh, so, uh, that's the man who killed Ateus, and he holds up the hand, holding the stone hand and the dagger, and he says, and, uh, figured I'd take this. You see your father go pale, and then he gets this, like, angry look in his eyes, but what can he do? The man is a statue. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we can probably what's, find what's that. What is, what is, I'm sorry, what is Pythias Vetinari going to do? Punch a statue? <laughs> Break his fucking hand? <laughs> yeah. Does anybody he have has, a soft? Look, the male Vetinaris have temper issues. They're not stupid. <laughs> Except for maybe Ateus. He might be a little not 100% smart. He did get himself killed after all. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway. Shots fired by the DM. Anyway. Uh-huh. Curiosity. That ointment Look, you gave me way back. I didn't that, kill him. Victor can, killed him. That, that can cure any kind story. of disease or poison. Will that also cure... <laughs> will that also cure petrification? No. Okay. Worth a try. <laughs> so anyways, um, we need to storm here for a little bit. There's business to be done. By the way, this is Rook. Rook is an asshole. <laughs> Rook, say hi to my dad. Hello. Rook, shut up. <laughs> Rook, Rook has the the demeanor of a man who knows that he's dead. Right. He's he's just kind of waiting for the next shoe to drop. It's just a matter of time. Either you're going to kill him, or Cassius is going to do something much worse to him. You know what? Hang on. While you are taking care of business, I would like to. I'm. Can I use your kitchen, Mister Vetinari? You're welcome to it, Yarkris. Is Javier in? He should be. Okay. Probably cleaning up from lunch. 
Trayvok, would you accompany me and Rook to the kitchen? Who are you asking to? Trayvok. And I give Victor a knowing look. So Victor's not paying attention to this going on, because he's kind okay. of walking over to the statue, and he gestures for his dad to follow. Trayvok? Hi. Yep. Pythias will follow you. Sounds like Trayvok agrees to go to the kitchen. All right. Yeah. He points at the ring on his necklace, now yep. stone. Yep. Says, uh... No, it looks different right now, but you recognize that, don't you? That's one of ours. I'm assuming a Teus's. Yep. By the end of this, I'm going to have that back, too. God, he really wants to punch this statue. <laughs> like, Roll for it. <laughs> probably more than punch it. He he wants, but, like, it's a statue. Roll for it. He, no. He's, he knows not to punch a statue. Trayvok, lend this man your hammer. Roll to see if he's enraged enough. I am not just loading out the fireball for your petty bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody outside of Yarkris and Trayvok could probably lift that hammer in this party. Maybe Salea. She has a 16. Me and Trayvok can almost one-hand that hammer. <laughs> almost. Yeah. What's that about one-handing my hammer? Oh my. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> All right. Turns out Trayvon's even case, more endowed than Yorkers. <laughs> are we going to want to take a rest before we deal with Cassidy? We did have a fight. It was not a protracted one. Did have a fight. I walk up to Victor before I head off to the kitchen and go, I'm going to make a meal with Javier. And Trayvok, hopefully, is going to accompany to keep an eye on Rook while we cook him something as well. Rest would probably be a uh, good idea. I'm not at a hundred percent. Anyone else? Does anybody not want to take a rest? Trayvok can sleep. Yeah, well, sleep would be Tra good. Trayvok slash Charlie can sleep. Trayvok will not be sleeping. Trayvok will be standing guard. Okay. Well, I guess at least now I know not to reach out to them just yet. Well, it's not. It, it's too early for you guys to go to sleep. It's still like the yeah. middle of the afternoon. Yeah, I'm just saying we're not doing it in this game day. Yeah. All right. In that case, I will ask, what does, is there anything that anybody wants to do before we just go ahead and rest? And I would like to day? cook and talk to Rook about the sword he had. All right. Okay. Well, which you are now carrying, actually, because I'm pretty yeah. sure you picked it up. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. It had, it had uh, ships on it. It did. It did have a gold, a large three-sailed ship on its handguard. Yes, I would like to know more about this sword. As a man who is on death's door, what could he possibly have to gain? <laughs> he looks at you, kind of like cocky grin. What, you can't have your spellcasting friends look into it for you? I mean, but that would be too easy, honestly, Rook. And oh. to be honest with you, I figured I'd learn it from the wielder itself. Look, I took it off some ship hand that we stole from so long ago now at this point i don't even remember it it's it's magical very few reasons why you would have it one of them being it magical it's for those that wield it, it makes it a little bit harder for you to hit them it makes them a little bit faster more nimble i do like the sound of that now sir rook what would you like to eat <laughs> he just laughs as in a uh, last meal request i'm assuming could be last meal could be many more still yet to come i want to know at this point what strikes your fancy for food i've always been partial to swordfish 
Well, we are in a coast city. Javier, you wouldn't happen to have any swordfish nearby, would you? Or know where we could get some? Javier is just kind of like, you just brought like a tied up man into his kitchen. <laughs> and he's just kind of like, he was sitting there like doing some dishes. And he's just kind of like, what is going on? And he's just like, um, I could probably go out and get some. I don't, we don't really have any on hand, but we could, I could go fetch some. I think we'd need enough for, I, I think we could do the entire family on top of the group of adventurers, including the veterinary son, Victor. So I think we need enough fillets for that, if that's possible. All right, I will certainly do my best. I'll see what I can get. I'll see what the market has. I appreciate it, Javier. Of course. And he will dry and I'll his explain hands. Explain later right. about the tied up man. Alright. Sounds fantastic. And while he leaves, I go ahead and finish his dishes for him. Oh, that's nice of you. Does anybody else have anything else they would like to do before we take a break? Oh, I want to identify the dagger. Okay, so you're going to are you going to sit and attune to it? After identifying what it is, yeah. Oh, are you gonna use identify? I don't have really I would say, I know that Charlie has it, because she's identified stuff before. She will take the ten minutes to identify it, and she gives you this. It is Rose and Thorn. It is a dagger that requires attunement, and it appears to be a silver bracelet set with a rose-cut garnet. As a bonus action, you may speak the command word Thorn to transform it into a plus-one dagger that appears in the hand of the wrist that the bracelet was on. If your hand is not free, the dagger falls to the ground while holding the dagger. As a bonus action, you may speak the command word Rose to transform it into a bracelet around your wrist. All right, I'll attune to it. All right, how many attunement slots do you have? I will de- I think you have one I'll left. I'll have to detune the against detection. Okay, so you are speaking Rose and Thorn. And you are unattuning to the Amulet of Proof Against Detection. Good to know. All right. With that, we're going to go ahead and take a break. We will be right back. I need to change out my headset. Thank you for listening to this episode of Inspirational Crits. My name is Joey, and I'm the DM. Our players include Abby as Charlie, Aaron as Salea, Havoc as Yarkris, Alex as Trayvok, Geek as Victor, and Zach as Okta. We'll catch you in the next one. Remember, stay weird. Strength yeah. check, baby. <laughs> Strength check, baby. Strength check, baby. Jesus Christ, what the fuck are we? <laughs> Charlie would like to Nerds. Know.